You're listening to a podcast from RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 42. Yes, yes, that's the number with the number two before the number four. Yes, yes. Ah, and for this particular episode, I have a special guest, Miss Jillian Chiapone. Welcome to the show, Jillian. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Mr. Nielsen. Yes. And you're calling in from Florida. I am. I'm definitely in Florida right now. That is for sure. Yes. Doing your, your stand-up routine. Yes. Tonight <laughs> I'm uh, hitting a couple open mics, one for a friend who just started a room and just getting prepared for um, a show at the Improv, a couple shows uh, the 13th and the 14th, Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach. Um, it would be the full throttle comedy tour. These guys live out in L.A. and they're coming here. So um, I'm going to be opening for them both nights. So I'm pretty excited about that. Well, so if you're in the Florida area in Fort Lauderdale, go see Jillian. Yes. Yeah. I have oh, to and you myself can, right away. Yes. <laughs> oh, and you can see her this Saturday at the Funky Buddha. Yeah, you're on my website. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'll be there on the Saturday. The Funky Buddha. <laughs> yes, the Funky Buddha's pretty awesome room. It's um, it's right on like the Delray Boca line. It's east of 95. It's right on US 1. And every comic that's a comic in South Florida is, is there, has performed there. Um, it's a really fun crowd and yeah. very supportive of comedy. It's always very full, too. Really cool place. Good food, <laughs> drinks. Is there an actual Buddha? Uh, there's Buddhas everywhere. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's many Buddhas around, which makes it quite peaceful. You know, <laughs> comics, we're peaceful people. Yes. <laughs> well, uh, uh, I came to know of you through our, our mutual pastor, the Reverend Bob Levy. Um, and I, I understand uh, he was a bit of a tutor for you in the uh, the comedy biz. Yes, I've been doing a stand-up about two years now, and this past year I've really been doing it um, pretty much, I would say, full-time as a comic, you know. Yeah. But the first year, you know, was off and on because I also act and um, do TV, film stuff, and model. And I had met Bob at my first stand-up show. I, I don't know how I did it, but I was lucky enough to <laughs> be hosting you know that was my first real show it was in ohio i was lucky enough to be hosting it and he was the headliner and there was a bunch of really great comics and so um i met bob in ohio and we really uh hit it off and um we realized that we're like our minds are so much alike even though he's a he's a guy i'm a girl yeah he's perverted i am but i pretend like i'm not (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah, he's like the—he's so kind. He's like the kindest guy ever. We really clicked. Now he's one of my best friends, and um, he was my comedy coach, and he still does coach me. He really started me off. We used to start writing together, and um, I would go with him like a ride along, like an internship on to a lot of his shows, and watch him perform. And he's really one of the greats. He's really, really yeah a great natural comic. So it's been fun with him. We've 
uh, been down here in Florida together at many shows and in uh, New Jersey and Ohio. And now he's headed out to, I was trying to get him out to LA when I was there last year and he was too busy, but he's headed out to LA soon too. He's yeah, that's back right. out there. So I guess you'll miss each other on this one. You never know. I, I pop in and out of L.A. depending on what I got going on. If I book like a TV or film thing, I'll go out there and do comedy while I'm there. Yeah. Um, if I hopefully in the not so far in the future, if I start booking some larger shows, I'll, I'll fly out there for that. But that's more difficult. That's down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen you in uh, on on YouTube and uh, Blader High. And uh, the other one, Reality Bites, not to be confused with the 90s movie. Uh, but uh, Blader High, that's a that's a strange one. <laughs> Isn't that pretty crazy? <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, basically a guy who looks to be about in his 30s, who's in high school, has a, ma- a passion for rollerblades. <laughs> And, yes. and you're his girlfriend. Yes, yes. I I, I love the inter- your intro. Uh, you, uh, oh, oh, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> you come walking in, bathed in heavenly light. <laughs> totally ridiculous, right? <laughs> We're high school students in our thirties, and we wear rollerblades. Most well, they wear rollerblades the whole time. I had heels on in the one scene. Yeah. And then it was pretty interesting wearing rollerblades uh, with a short dress rollerblading around. He <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> says, look, if you're going to be my girlfriend, you got to learn this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'll tell you, that was a fun uh, web series to shoot. And the writer-director is really a really genius guy. He's really great. He's so busy with the rest of his life. I, I wish he would really... I don't know what he's going to do with it, you know? Yeah. I wish he could really push it. Who knows what he's going to do with it. It may just stay like that. He wanted to do a second season. Um, some really funny comedians in it. Um, if you watch all the episodes, it's really uh, well written. Yeah. It's got a ridiculous premise, but the um, the lines and the, the acting is actually very good. It's pretty yeah. funny. Pretty funny show. Yeah, I was particularly taken about his. Uh, all of a sudden, went into a video game world where he had a fight with his rival. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it goes a little out there. Yes, well, right off the bat, it's pretty out there. Yeah, but I mean, it looks like the type of thing you'd want to like put on like Adult Swim or something like that. One of those. Yeah, things. that's exactly where they were they were looking to put it, and he actually. Gabe Martinez is his name. He's the writer and director, and he actually acts in it. He's freaking hilarious. He plays the horse king. Okay. And he, he plays the cop. Yes. Uh, yep. And he actually has written on, um, I don't know if it's Adult Swim or, or something else like that. Like he's he's involved with some things. Yeah. He's, he's pretty. He's pretty. Uh, God, he's, he's a genius writer. <laughs> He really is hilarious. Well, the thing about Adult Swim, and then there was other people trying to when it when it hit, and there was other you know channels trying to you know do the same thing. Uh, it was just there was a lot of opportunities for off the wall things like that because eventually uh, everything is too formulaic, and uh, you've seen it before. You know, it's just kind of a retread of everything else, and so you know these shows were an opportunity for something you haven't seen before. And yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's true. Always trying to come up with a new. Uh, a new idea it's hard yes super difficult because people like the same thing really the same yeah ideas. it's like a comfort zone Mm-hmm. 
they want to somewhat relate to it. Yeah. But so. if you like rollerblades. <laughs> yeah, luckily I'm a good rollerblader. So oh, yeah. Well, there I you go. I was a little excited about it. Was that a requirement for the uh, for the audition to the... <laughs> I don't remember that, but you know what? It's kind of crazy. They just assumed people would be able to rollerblade, and some people couldn't even stand up on them. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad. You know, people who are like that, where they you just they can't even stand next to you. They'll rip you. They'll pull yeah, you right down. Yeah, it's something. I don't know what it is. It's in like the, I don't know. The equilibrium goes bad or something. <laughs> I, don't know. I bit it pretty hard in, in one of the episodes, and it was real too. When oh, I go down. Yeah, and they kept it. It was really funny. <laughs> and I had a, I had a dress on, a short dress. It was lovely. <laughs> of course. And I fell gracefully, like I do <laughs> at the comic. You can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Should have put the cartoon sound effects in it. Um, so, uh, what other acting have you, have you ever been? I mean, uh, have you ever done any like horror movies and that sort of thing? Horror movies, um, I haven't. I've been asked to do quite a few, especially lately. And I just, if it's not, I don't feel right. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You know, I want to. I look up the the. The director's uh, background and just to see what else they've done and I just don't want to do anything really horrible yeah. anymore <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've done enough of that I kind of want to move it up um, so yeah if it's the right if it's the right one I'd love to do it I yeah. have to do some pretty crazy there's just so many of them that you just don't know which one is going to be good quality because yeah. obviously they're all indie films i'm I'm not getting asked to do some like blockbuster film yeah obviously they're all indie and then it's just very difficult especially in horror films to figure out like is this real or is is this guy just a pervert like what is this (laughs) is this bob levy producing this and you know i mean what is this the reverend yeah (laughs) who's who's behind this (laughs) i actually just worked on a um because I've been in Florida for the past like three months, I haven't traveled. For, not too much goes on in the summer out in LA, um, but I've been here the past few months. I, ju- I actually just worked on a new show. I think it's going to air. I think it's going to air tomorrow, actually, July seventh. It's wow. an investigation Discovery Channel. Oh yeah. And it's like uh, it's called "The Truth Is Stranger Than Florida." So I play, I play like I'm also a dramatic actress, not just a comedian. So I I actually play a serious role where you have to be convinced that like I'm I murdered somebody with my uh, yeah with my boss. So you're the murderer. I'm like crying. No, I didn't actually do it, but I was involved. Oh, in you're it. the accomplice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the accomplice and uh, covering up. It's from a true story, so it's like a it's one of those crime reenactments so that was fun yeah yeah i've seen the channel i've watched quite a few of those yeah it's a it's a new one and and it's like it's like every actor's dream we all want to be we all want to do that show or one of those shows because uh, (laughs) you get to do real acting yeah you know so yeah it was fun yeah and we were in a prison we were in a we filmed it in an actual prison um (laughs) so you pretty interesting so you go to prison yeah, I went to prison for the day. <laughs> it was very different. It was well, cool. Justice was served. Yeah, we actually ate in the mess hall, so that was neat. But that's a great title because there is something about Florida where, uh, I don't know, maybe it's because it's uh, in proximity to the Bermuda Triangle or something, but weird things do happen there. Yeah, I don't think 
people's brains function at the level of the rest of the country because of the heat and yeah, the humidity yeah. levels here. Yes. Um, yeah, I just nothing surprises me anymore because I live in South Florida. I live in Palm Beach County, which is near Broward and Miami Dade. And I'm always down in Miami for auditions, whatever. And yeah, I mean, there's nothing I haven't seen or heard of. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. Because like, we used to have a segment on the Levy show where a, a comedian, Tim Hanlon, yep. when he lived out there, you know, he yep. would call in. Because every time, like, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll look up for crazy news stories about something, you know, some stupid crime or whatever happened. And more times than not, it's happened in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know Tim, too, pretty well. I know he's he's very funny. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> it was great to watch. It's pretty cool because where I just moved, um, I just got a new house and... Every day, this person rides by on like one of those motorized. And I don't, I make fun of people because I'm a comedian, but I love everybody. I mean, obviously, yeah. the guy is, I don't know what's going on with him, but yeah. every day he rides by on one of those motorized, like, uh, it's not a scooter. It's like the thing you would drive around in the grocery store. Oh, know? yeah, yeah. Okay. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I, they, just, they just started, you know, when they started those, and the, every grocery store has one of those little carts. I don't know what you call them. Yeah, so he, like, drives by every day, and it's all decorated. It's, like, pink and and red <laughs> with flowers on it, and there's, like, a basket on the front, and then there's a basket in the back with a little dog with the bow in the hair, <laughs> and there's music playing loud, like, nice music. And it's a man driving it in his, I would say, mid-50s. He's built like a, a linebacker, like a football player. He's probably yeah. about six foot six. Um, <laughs> big, huge guy. But he's dressed as a woman. Uh. And, yeah. And he wears, like, um, the uh, what, the, the leggings oh. and the, <laughs> the wig and the makeup. But it's like a really ugly guy. You know, like a big, <laughs> this is a guy. He's got, this is a guy. Yeah, yeah he's you not going mean? Yeah, so he could, his disguise didn't fool you. Uh, he's like an ugly, big, huge guy that's dressed as like his name would be like Delilah. I think that's what his name is. If I had to name him, he's Delilah for sure. Yeah, yeah. He looks he looks like he's fun. Like I, he's yeah. somebody I'd want to like have a glass of wine with probably and just like chill out in his little patio. Yeah, it's got to be just, interesting. Yeah, I mean. just to know what is his life like. Like, what does he do during the day? Like, I want to know what he does. <laughs> well, he rides around in his uh, crazy mobile, and uh, <laughs> it's very colorful and, and bright and cheerful. And oh. he identifies as Delilah. So Every day he yeah. drives by. <laughs> Every day. Well, that's sweet. That's You can do that in South Florida. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can be whoever you want to be and drive around and... You can't hide it because it's so damn hot here. Yeah, everything's out in the. It is. It is so. Just before I got on the phone with you, I had to take a shower because I was looking at plants, and it's like, oh my god, the heat is is crazy with yeah. the humidity right now. Yeah, well, I'm in South Louisiana, so it gets oh. know, kind of the same thing. But so you uh, know. yeah, so kind of that same zone. It's subtropical, you know, weather, and uh, yeah, if you've been out too long, then yeah, you do have to take a shower. Uh, so you you've had a case of the swamp ass too. Yes. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to ask, but yes. <laughs> if you're like me and you live in the subtropical zone, you know what swamp ass is. <laughs> Little Louisiana swamp ass there. <laughs> it sounds like a song. 
Yeah, Louisiana swamp ass. I got the Louisiana swamp ass. Remember when, uh, uh, what the heck is his name? Robin Williams. I, I always loved in Good Morning Vietnam when he talks about crotch pot cooking. That was hilarious. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. <laughs> See, people have to like, you know, who comes up with something like that besides my mother? My mother would say something like that. Oh, well, that's too yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> See, I give, I have to give him the comedian credit who said it. Yes, yes. That's important. Because yes. if you don't, oh, you stole it and all that, you know. So crotch pot cooking. Yes. <laughs> Not that he would hear me or anything, but still. <laughs> I have to uh, definitely give him the credit. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. He might haunt you or something. Well, uh, so uh, what other genres of uh, uh, films and television have you done? Um, just you know, drama and comedy. I haven't, I haven't done horror. Yeah. Um, I'm working on a TV series also right now, pilot. It's pretty cool. I hope it gets picked up. Um, I've done like four or five episodes. We haven't finished it yet. It's called The Black. Dossier, dossier. I can never pronounce it. Dossier, which, yeah, yeah. Which means the black file, I guess. In, yeah, it's in like French. Is it in French? What is yeah, it? I believe it's the yeah, the original word is French, but it, yeah, it just means file. But it sounds cooler. So. Yeah. So I play a lieutenant. Um, so I'm pretty serious. It's it's dramatic, and I play like a very tough, like strong woman, and uh, that's really my personality. Yeah. Uh, mixed with the comedian. That's pretty much who I am. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's a fun role to play. And so, that's out in L.A. And uh, I don't know when we're going to be filming some more scenes I need to fly out there for, but it'll be coming up. So is it like an espionage type thing or military? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's definitely fun to work on because I get to wear, like, the camouflage and the boots yeah. and the leather and the... And we got all the guns and all the cool stuff. Yeah, those are always cool. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, well, you, so you shot the pilot, or is it in the middle of being shot? Or It's not finished yet. Yeah, okay. It's almost completed. So in a couple more months, it'll be completed. A really cool, really cool thing to work on. Really great um, director. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very professional and... Uh, Really good writing. I'm I'm lucky. I I pick things that are good. I try to, you know, learn a little bit about it before I just say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Groves. Okay. Brian Groves. Yeah. He's out in L.A. Very good writer. He's also an actor. He was on some. Uh, I'm terrible with knowing what everybody's background is. <laughs> but he's actually a character on some. I don't know some show on TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. He's a he's a fabulous director. He's amazing. I just don't know anything about him. Yeah. I mean, he's not like super well known, but like he's yeah, on, he's on a well known TV show. I don't think it's a regular character. It might be like a supporting role where he he's on sometimes, or if it's a regular character, it's someone you don't see all the time because he's not super well known. But yeah. yeah, he's been on quite a few things. Is it? There's so many actors that are working that make a living, and people just ha have no idea. Yeah, you know, 
they just they don't know they think oh if, if they haven't heard of you that you don't that you don't do well but um there's different levels of everything you oh, know? There's, you just, know. <laughs> there's just so many yeah different things going on all the time and it's like you know when you get into indie films and that sort of thing it's just constant and then uh in these days there's web series and god knows what all and uh there's plenty of uh uh, opportunities for employment there in different avenues, and like, well, he's going to be the director now instead of being the actor, you know, that sort of thing, you know. So, so yeah, it's just uh, there's a lot more going on than just what you might see on a particular few channels. Yeah, uh, I don't even watch TV anymore. I don't. Yeah, I just don't even watch it. Yeah, the old habits of the uh, you know, main networks is pretty much dying. Uh, because there's just so much other opportunities now, you know, there's so many other venues. So, and so, and in that way, because uh, a lot of this has come up in the past, I don't know, 10, 15 years, has been kind of a renaissance in television where it's just really good because it ha- they have to up their game because there's just so much more competition. So, uh, some of that stuff gets pretty good, you know, uh, you know, like uh, the Breaking Bad, which to my mind was uh, probably the, the pinnacle mm-hmm. of television, you know. And then uh, the Fargo series is very excellent, you know, that kind of thing. So it's I'm kind of spoiled for other shows, you know. Well, if you're not hooking me in as good as those shows, <laughs> which is yeah, very, very difficult to maintain. Time. Yes, yep. yeah. So it's like, well, this show is okay. It would have been good like 15 years ago, but <laughs> not <Sorry>. today. Yes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're just so spoiled. There's so many different channels and shows and way to see things. and Yeah. Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Yeah. It's, just, it's crazy. Endless uh, uh, stimulation. That's right. But uh, for, the, for, the, for the viewer, it's all good because, uh, you know, the competition makes it better. Oh, absolutely. Kind of like restaurants. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, that's the way it applies. And I go to my same good restaurants. I'm not going to, like, try a new one. And- <laughs> yes get uh some kind of intestinal virus <laughs> not good yeah you know you've got worms oh well <laughs> yeah I mean, right <laughs> well we'll be going there again <laughs> well it's so a nice i love po- your I, I love your art that you do you've been doing this art since i uh got introduced to you and and you do these awesome like characters of myself and yes all the other comedians and Kenzel and Bob Levy and just everybody, Artie Lang and yeah, it's a. Uh, I love it when you do mine. I love it. I'm never, I'm never insulted. I just, get, I get excited. Like, oh, he picked me. He yeah, so far me. no one's been that too upset. You know, there was one lady from other, another show I was doing. She, but she's kind of not altogether there. So at first she didn't like it, you know, and then after a while she totally changed her mind. But. uh just make her a little bit skinnier, a little more attractive. Well, that's the thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like a romance novel cover art, you know, and then photoshopped her face into it. And, you know, she wasn't nude or anything, but it, uh, you know, uh, it was fine. But I don't know. She just, whatever her problem was, I can't remember. But <laughs> so, I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. So the recent one I did was you as a Wonder Woman. I loved uh, it. Yes. I was jacked. I was like, look, if that's what I would look like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever that was. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I put it all over my social media. People love it. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will do more. Uh, yeah, anytime. 
And uh, I, I typically do uh, a little image to go with the, uh, the the different episodes I do. So there'll be one of you in that one too. Oh, cool! So there you go. <laughs> It'll be, hopefully, it's not of the "you got worms" part. No, <laughs> Jillian's got worms. <laughs> but other than that, she's a nice girl. Yeah, she's got worms. It's <laughs> something about Florida. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, that'll be the next disease that comes across. You know. Be, oh, please. be careful which restroom you use because <laughs> oh my god you could contract worms oh my god i can't handle worms i mean any anything else but worms and little squiggly things like maggots and <laughs> no i cannot do it yeah well then the agent calls i got a good deal i know it's a horror movie but oh, oh boy it's called worms <laughs> 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 they're gonna drop you into a tank of worms and you gotta kind of be submerged in them but uh oh it's a great scene and the pay is really good top notch. oh no <laughs> i had a i do commercials too and yeah. um i had a audition the other day for um like a metamucil or something for, you know you can't you yes can't <laughs> shit hey well so, that's important i don't know if you're gonna that out no it's okay it's uh, uncensored yeah um so yeah i forgot to ask you that so i've been trying to keep it (laughs) i'm usually much she's not as nice as you thought (laughs) (laughs) don't take this one home to mom (laughs) she's a real actor that one (laughs) just like my mama um yeah so i kind of i didn't feel i i couldn't make it that day so i didn't feel bad i was like oh well it's kind of like like Lisa Arena when she did all those depends. Yes, I know. Depends. <laughs> she did all what those. What the fuck is that? I know. Lisa Arena, the glamorous actress. What are you doing? Well, I don't really need these diapers, but just to show that they're sexy. I mean, I don't know what it was. It was a weird set of ads. Yeah, and then they show her like in the in the like she'll have like a gown on on the red carpet, and then you yes. see like her padded at like padded yeah. underwear ass. Yeah. <laughs> She's wearing a diaper. Wow. She's really pretty and sexy, and then she's got like a diaper ass when she walks. Check out those diaper curves. Oh, my God. It's terrible because she's not. She's not old and like. No. Yeah, they won't like book someone who's supposed to be wearing like book a celebrity who's old that should be wearing it, like Betty White. You know. Yeah. Lisa Arena. I don't, yeah, that was very bizarre. Funny, but uh, <laughs> that's not what they were going for. Well, it's cool that she had a good sense of humor. To do. I would totally do I would love it. I'd be like, yes, I yeah. would do it. <laughs> Please, this will help my comedy career. Uh, absolutely. I'll even wear them on the outside of my pants. Yeah, well, then you can get them as your, your sponsor for your tours. For sure. You, you know. <laughs> by the way, this comedy tour is sponsored by oh. Depends. Yeah, now I know what you're gonna do with the cartoon picture. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> hey, all's fair. Yeah. Whatever makes them laugh. That's it. I don't he- care. If it's funny, <laughs> it's good to go. Well, one of the uh photoshops I did was uh well it wasn't what didn't take much Photoshop, but it was uh you know, Jamie Lee Curtis was doing those Activia ads. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's so. And my life today, these days, is all about taking a shit. Oh Jesus! (laughs) Gotta stay regular. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You laugh, but wait till it's your turn. Yeah, 
know, it becomes important. You can't, you know, you can't get through your day when you're not regular. Yeah, you got to be just a regular gal. <laughs> That's what you got to be. Yes. Yeah, then there's a audition I keep uh, seeing. And, you know, I look at the, to see what pays a lot, you know, for the commercials. Yeah. And there's this one, I guess nobody wants to do it. It's a, it's for a, like an AIDS medication or something. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but could you, I was looking at it. I was like, okay, it pays pays very well yeah but like people in the general public will really i know well, you have aids they that, will that's like, like that sk- i think will. that was uh what was it the uh, friends i think they did an episode where you know one of the characters joey or whatever he was uh, uh an, <laughs> an actor you know so one of the gigs he got was there's was gonna be this model for an ad and of course the ad turned out to be uh, for some STDs or something like that. So there he, his face was plastered, and he was making time with girls, you know, and stuff, and then they would look behind him, his shoulder, and there would be the poster, and like, ooh, ooh, no. Yeah, <laughs> so right. he was ruined. Right. <laughs> it's funny, like, even us, even though we're in the industry, it's still kind of like, you kind of think, like, oh, what if they do, or they <laughs> maybe he does. Or, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. average people who see it, they... they they believe the media so much. Oh, they yeah. It. Yeah, it's like, amazing. I swear, it's if my cousins deep. saw me and, like, people I grew up with back in the little town I'm from, they'd be like, oh, my God, I knew she had AIDS. Look, she got AIDS. <laughs> Living out in L.A. Yeah, that in, in Babylon. What do you expect? <laughs> Say, oh, yeah, she, oh, big TV star, huh? Well, now look at her. She's got AIDS. Yeah, we knew it. Yeah. Little, uh, we know what kind of movie she's doing. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're right all along. Oh, I love that when people ask me that um, they're not in the business, of course. And, well, what kind of films do you do? Do you do pornos? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's a man, he's thinking, please say yes, please say yes, please say I'm yes. I'm just like, <laughs> when people ask me that question, because they really, like, they can't imagine that I would do regular stuff. It's like, yeah. why? It's crazy. If you it's, do porno, you're just doing porno. It's <laughs> for the most right. part. I mean, it's very rare that they that, cross over. Because I'm an actor. <laughs> because I'm a slut. That's what I'd be doing it for. <laughs> oh, it's got boy. nothing to do with acting. <laughs> Except well, for, I guess, they have those award, big award ceremonies for the porn actors. Yeah. Whatever that is. Well, after they've done it that many times, it is it, it is acting, you know. I mean, you know, oh, yeah. it wasn't really in the mood, but uh, you know, you pretended. Yeah, a lot of married people could uh, understand that. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> after a while, it's just yeah. going through the motions. Robotics. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but what are you going to do? That's life. What are you going to do? Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, so. Uh, what about sci-fi movies or any of that? Do you ever get into those, like the Sci-Fi Channel? I um, haven't worked on a sci-fi movie. I'm not a big fan of sci-fi yeah. stuff. I mean, I would, I would do it, but again, it kind of falls into that horror film category where yeah. it's not quality stuff, and you don't really know what you're getting involved in. And when I research it, I'm like, ah, this looks a little shady. I think I'm going <laughs> to skip on this one too. But yeah seems to be the the trend with the sci-fi and the horror but no i'd like to yeah that, that would be fun every now and then they'll have one that's got a good enough concept a lot of them are just it's like those sci-fi channel things are just they're pretty awful 
yeah. <laughs> every now and then is a good. They had a new a good uh, series uh, recently called The Expanse that I thought was pretty good. Uh, but you know that was a bit more top quality than the uh, other shows they would do. It's just you know, and that's, that's the people that's behind the Sharknado thing, which just for some reason struck because it was so stupid. Oh my and, god, I can't even believe that. Sharknado. <laughs> And that was done from some studio that would do these movies, uh, Asylum, they're called. Yeah, I know. I actually uh, got an audition, a couple auditions for them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I know exactly who they are. Yeah. So Sharknado. They did a, they were calling them, uh, uh, how did they call that? Damn, I can't remember now, Mock something. But anyway, it, it was like uh, cheap ripoffs of, uh, of big movies. Like, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Now they did one that was actually not that bad. It was uh you know the paranormal activity movies they did and they did a rip off of that one. Of course that's yeah. just you know you take someone's house and then make noises and stuff and it's you know it's supposed to be this found footage type thing and all that. So but they pulled it off fairly well. I mean some of some scenes in it was kind of ridiculous but but uh but uh, yeah some other ones where it's just you know I think they did one it was like one of the Transformers movies are out so they had Transmorphers. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Bruce Box Lightner was in it, or something as a sheriff, or something like that. Oh, <laughs> but you know, he's a dys- dyslexic sheriff. Yeah, transmorphers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Crazy. So I mean, well, these days you would think, what? So they changed gender? <laughs> right? Oh yeah! <laughs> right in the middle yeah. of it, giant robots that switch from male to female. <laughs> so, but anyway, whatever it worked out for them because then they got these gigs with Sci Fi Channel. So, you know, more power hey, to them. I just never got, uh, and listen, a lot of people like it. I don't, I don't think, I don't watch TV, so I don't know, but The Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah. My, my mother loved that show. Oh, the original, just, the TV series? Yeah, I can't, couldn't even take it seriously. No, no, that. <laughs> I'm like these are talking apes, (laughs) and you walk into the room. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like, how can you take this? Like, are you for real with this? She was like, "I thought she was kidding." Like, she really was into it. And then I talked to other people, and they were really following this. You know, (laughs) that's weird. No, I guess it's you know. Don't interrupt because the monkey's saying something. If I miss this, I'll be lost in the series. (laughs) You know. I hope my mother doesn't listen to this. She's going to be mad. <laughs> oh, well. To each their own. If you would like talking monkeys, that's good. Yeah. Uh, John Kinsel's going to be at a uh, a show somewhere where there's a guy uh, is going to have a psychic monkey. <laughs> are, are you serious? <laughs> yes. Now that's, okay, now that's something I would deal with. Is this, does he talk? <laughs> uh, no, apparently he just writes it down. Or I think that the deal is it's some kind of trick where the guy, you know, has three cups and one of them has like a, a ball in it, and the the psychic monkey has to guess which one it is, and he always guesses it right. So that's the that's his. Yeah, he can't tell you your fortune or you know when you're going to meet your true love and all that. <laughs> so, okay. I mean, we, we were joking on the Levy show about it, saying that you know. If you if if you, he'll tell you your true if you're gonna meet your true love he'll, he'll do a dance and clap his hands if you're not gonna meet your true love he'll throw his feces at you oh so there you go that's what monkeys do that's what monkeys absolutely <laughs> but John Kinsel I was like he's gonna have to use every strength within his body to uh, to resist the urge to kidnap the monkey because he he likes little things like that. 
I have to see this. Yeah, I totally I, have to see this. Yeah, well, Levy was saying that he wants to go there and uh, video it, so I'm hoping he does. Is, is it, it like a little monkey, like a spider monkey, or is it like a big I, monkey? I, I would assume so. Yeah, like one of those little, you know, the ones with the tail, like the, in the old days, used to do the, they would crank the little uh, music box, yeah. you know, and the monkey would dance. Ringtail so, monkey. Yeah. Or whatever. So that's what I'm thinking. But uh, we'll see, I guess. You know, we'll get a report sometime next week. I'm scared of monkeys, though, because... Well, yeah. Uh, sometimes they are wild animals. And uh, especially those stories about the woman who kept a chimpanzee and ended up tearing that woman's face off. Yeah, why do they go... They like to eat people's faces. It's crazy. It's something they... Yeah, they, they do that to each other when they get mad and in fights. You know, they'll tear <laughs> off each other. So this one, he's decided, yeah. Plus, the, and there was this one guy that they... The, Chimp uh, attacked, and uh, especially with males, they uh, they ripped the genitals off, uh, and that's oh. that's what they did to this guy. <laughs> Jeez, tore his parts of his face off, tore his uh, his junk off, and then uh, ripped one of his feet off, I believe too. I mean, they're incredibly powerful. You know, they're cute little baby looking things when they're young, but when they get big, there's just. And then I remember one guy was doing a show with a, a chimp and he said he just happened to feel the chimp's back and it's just solid rock hard muscle <laughs> just, wow. they're way beyond us in strength you know so it's like yeah it's, just 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 get a cat uh <laughs> you don't need a chimp oh my gosh so yeah so yeah i i agree with you there i i have a bit of a fear of monkeys too <laughs> yeah i do because they could just leap right on you, you yeah know? yeah and that's the, I guess the term "I'll rip your face off." <laughs> yeah, apparently, rip faces yes. off, right? Yeah, I guess that—that's their legacy. <laughs> but not everybody can be Tarzan. So, oh, did you see Tarzan? I didn't see the movie. I've seen the trailers, and I've seen <laughs> there's one where he's getting ready to leap at the one of the uh, apes. You know, I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe Superman could do that, but <laughs> but I guess Tarzan finds a way. Of course he does. Yes. <laughs> but it looks like it's one of those faithful adaptions to the original story, you know, where he's he's actually an heir to a, an aristocratic family from England or something like that, and he goes back, and but he can't escape the jungle, and he and Jane goes back to live in it and all that kind of thing. So uh, it looks good. Yeah, I had and, a, a couple people see it, and they're like, oh, you have to see it. It's It, it was, uh, I guess, the... The photography was amazing. Oh yeah, it looks like it, it looks beautiful. It. Yeah, I guess it was uh, like incredible. The and I said, well, how long is the movie? Two hours. I was like, nah, <laughs> I I can't. I can't take two hours of my day. Yeah, I, I, there's eight hours of my day. I'd rather be sleeping. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I hear that. At least I'm doing something good for myself. Yes, <laughs> boy, naps are just the the best. Oh. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Two hours of my day in a movie theater. I just, <laughs> I can't do it. Unless it's one of those movie theaters where you can get up and get a glass of wine, have a piece of cake, go for a walk, come So back. what kind of business are you in? Oh, oh well. <laughs> yeah, but I don't watch them. So uh, do you watch yourself in shows and stuff, or you'd rather not? Um, I don't mind. Okay, I, all right. I, I don't mind. I, I used to at first, but I don't mind, and I, I'll... At the very beginning, I'll be like, "Oh, do I, I always think I did worse than I did." And then when I watch it, I'm like, "Oh, that was that was good." Yeah, okay. surprisingly good. So, um, yeah. And if I if I think like it's gonna be, I won't even watch it. <laughs> when you just know, 
<laughs> yeah, like forget it. I'm not gonna. Look, not I gonna was paid. Let's one. move on. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, let's just forget about it. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, boy, we did 40 minutes already. Uh, well, we'll have to do this again. Uh, I'll keep in touch. I'll do plenty of photoshops with the, the lovely Jillian uh, Chiapon. She's probably one of the loveliest comedians I've spoken to. Oh, well, except for Stacy. Uh, sorry, Stacy. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Stacy Pressman. Be careful. Pressman? <laughs> yeah. Stacy? Did I say your last name Yes, right? that's right. You said uh, uh, Bob, unfortunately, has never been able to say her name right. Oh, I can uh, imagine what he says. Uh, I know what Prussman, he says. Prussman, Prussman. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. So. Trustman. Yeah, it could be worse. So, you know. Yeah, I thought you were going to say something else. Yeah, I know. That was yeah. said, too, at one point. But. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Stacey. Every time I see her last name, like, that's what I think of. I'm yeah. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jelly. Yes. <laughs> All right, Jillian. It was a pleasure to speak with you. And like I said, we'll have to do it again sometime. So uh, keep in touch, and uh, yes, I will make more photoshops of the lovely Jillian as, I don't know, maybe a superhero. Uh, not horror, of course. A super horror. <laughs> yes, super I mean, horror. A diaper. Yeah, <laughs> diaper woman. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Hero for the incontinent. Lisa Arena. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's not doing those <laughs> ads anymore. Yeah, the, the, she's not doing those ads anymore, so there is a, an opportunity there. Uh, yeah. It's opening up. <laughs> Maybe you can help me out a little bit. <laughs> okay, Jillian. Thanks for right, being on the Nelson Show. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, sure. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Greetings and welcome to Fleshio Cafe. How may we serve you, sir? I'm in quite a hurry here, buddy, so uh, how about just some straight-up coffee with some uh, cream and sugar? Very good, sir. Then while you wait, here's your oral treat. Oral treat? What? Helga? Hey, hey, what's this? Whoa, 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 hey, what, what? Yes, at Flacio Cafe, you get a cup of joe. With a side of blow. <laughs> like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. Well, why not join me as we watch some crappy old movies that I tear apart with my smart aleck commentary and clever sound effects? Movies like Horror Hotel. In Horror Hotel, a young college student travels to a small town to study witchcraft. While there, the townsfolk teach her how to be a blood sacrifice to the devil. Sadly, she won't be able to finish her report due to being drained of blood. But, well, I guess you've got to give her an A for effort. The movie stars a young Christopher Lee or James Bond and Dracula and all that. Gotta start somewhere. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. You can find this and other great gems of cinema crap at sylphy.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's just that simple. Sylphy.com slash Nelson. 
popcorn not included. Uh, this is Boobo from Night Night, uh, and you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show. <laughs> Somewhere in the rec room of Brownstained State Penitentiary, some of the most notorious supervillains of Cineopolis sit around a table playing cards. They are the Pink Elephant, the Mosquito, and the Fooler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one again, Royal Flush, read him and weep. Wait a minute, I think you're cheating. Let me see out of those sleeves. Get away from me, goddammit, they don't touch me. Pink Elephant, you got a delivery. Oh, oh, all right, let me see that. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, this will come in handy. What do you got there, Elephant? It's just a bunch of uh, ordinary uh, household items. But put together, yeah, they make quite an explosive. Huh? What are you going to do with an explosive? I'm going to blow a hole to that wall and get my ass out of here. Big Elephant. What? what? What's going on? Your lawyer's here. You're being released. What? Being released? Yeah, some idiot judge overturned your conviction. So, uh, looks like you're out of here. Damn, well, I don't need this shit anyways. I guess I'll just be heading on out of here. Man, this is my lucky day all the way around. I didn't even have to cheat on this one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell was that? Uh-oh, somebody must have blowed something up. What? Oh, no. The mosquito and the fooler have escaped. That's not my problem. See, seeing you. Yeah. Time for City City News with your anchor, Wiener Wanker. Hello, I'm Wiener Wanker. At this hour, City City News has learned that that three notorious villains have been let out of prison. Two, by an incredible shocking escape, an explosive somehow serotypically brought into the prison was used to blow a wall out of the prison. And so the Mosquito and the Fooler are now at large. Meanwhile, the third villain, the Pink Elephant, was released legally as a judge overturned his conviction over some technicality that into. Anyway, it probably had something to do with Night Night, which brings us to our other story from our very own Holden Cox. Right, Holden? That's right, Wiener. Yes, yes. It appears that that crazy vigilante, known as Night Night, got in a little traffic scuffle again with City City Police. All right, we're in pursuit of the night cruiser. There it goes. He's got to be doing 90. He's, he's not going to be able to navigate that median wall. Oh, he hit it. He hit it. This is an outrage. This pursuit was completely unwarranted. 
night night you're, you're you're driving what looks to be like some sort of tank on the road it's not a tank it's the night cruiser yeah whatever like what is that on the side of the door uh, that's the night night missile launcher you're not allowed to have that now you can't have missile launchers the night night must be equipped in his war on crime die turn around you're going to jail what i don't think so get away for this Nighty night, man in blue. <laughs> then, once again, thanks to his nighty night gas, the night night managed to make good his escape. How are the officers in this incident? Yeah, they're still unconscious uh, in the hospital. The doctors say they should recover. Most people do, but they should expect headaches for several days and uh, some amount of memory loss. Once again, night night proves himself to be more of a menace than a hero. In fact. More details are coming in from the Pink Elephant's release. It appears the judge overruled the conviction because most of the evidence was secured by Night Knight himself. And since he's not an authorized officer of the law, the evidence was thrown out. So now we can include an accessory after the fact of Night Knight letting a known criminal loose. Is this true? Is Night Knight more menace than hero? Perhaps we'll find out in further episodes of The Night Night and more reports from Wiener Wanker. Uh, that's, that's, that's Wiener Wanker. Okay, Wiener, we'll see you next week. has been a Nailsin production. The Night Night theme song is performed by Alistair White and his lovely wife, Heather. Incidental music is courtesy of Kevin McLeod. All characters are performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Join us again, won't you? Well, what a week it's been, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to go through the list of news events and, uh you know, give my take on it. So, uh, first of all, we'll start with Hillary. Yes, she managed to skate. Yes, yes, almost like an Olympic skater, huh? Well, uh, the report on the whole email mess came from the FBI director, uh, James Comey. And um, it's odd because his findings are completely contradicted by his conclusion um, no indictment. Now, it's no surprise, because uh, I did not expect her to be, but uh, I didn't expect this kind of bizarre display. Uh, so a lot of people were criticizing him for uh, listing all the findings, which is a bit odd, I guess, because it was on TV and he was announcing it and all that. But unless there was, unless they know something I don't about that the report was going to be sealed and no one could see it. Now, which would have been worse, because then there would be all this horrible speculation, and good lord, it's worse than I thought. Uh, so his report uh, would have been published, and uh, the media would have gone through it with a fine-tooth comb, and uh, all this would have come out. So um, it doesn't really make much of a difference. Um, so uh, he went through a series of just crimes that she committed, and uh, said, yeah, but you know, no reasonable prosecutor would prosecute her. Um, because he's in several ways 
they certainly made a, a convincing case that she was negligent. Now, uh, I would have thought that you would at least uh, answer the question of uh, uh, why did she have the multiple servers in there? There were more than one. Uh, when the government had a, its own system set up for her to use, is what she should have done. She was violating their policy right off the bat there. Just, you know, doing You can't do that. <laughs> it was already a crime. But he couldn't define her intent. See? Uh, so I guess the servers, she just set those up by accident. <laughs> Which is also odd, because another little pass he gave her was because he didn't find her to be very sophisticated when it came to computers and uh, other such devices. Uh, so in other words... She's a bit of an incompetent moron. Yes, yes. He said that she uh, exhibited extreme carelessness. But that's not to be confused with gross negligence. Uh, gross negligence is important because, well, let me read the particulars of the, of the, uh, the uh, law here. Uh, 18 U.S. Code 793-F. Whoever being entrusted with or having lawful possession or control of any document, writing, code book, signal book, sketch, photograph, photographic negative, blueprint, plan, map, model, instrument, appliance, note, or information relating to the national fence, one through gross negligence, permits the same to be removed from its proper place of custody or delivered to anyone in violation of his trust or to be lost, stolen, abstracted, or destroyed to... Or... Number two, having knowledge that the same has been illegally removed from its proper place of custody or delivered to anyone in violation of its trust or lost or stolen, abstracted or destroyed. Yeah, and that's important, too. And fails to make prompt report of such lost theft, abstraction or destruction to his superior officer shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than 10 years or both. So apparently there needs to be a little asterisk here, not to be applied to members of the political class, which Hillary certainly is. So nothing in here about needing to define the intent. No, it's just the crime itself, which could be just your own stupidity. Now, you see, everybody says she needs to go to jail. Well, she might have just been fined, but she would have been convicted. And you can't be president when you're doing that. She shouldn't be president anyway because she's too incompetent to handle secret documents, isn't she? I mean, the Secretary of State's office originates classified material, you know? So uh, here you had somebody who was completely incapable of securing any of this by the, uh, Comey's uh, testimony here. And he, you know, gave testimony. He answered these questions uh, the next day, uh, in Congress, which, of course, you know, pro-Hillary people lambasted. It's nothing but a uh, GOP witch hunt. <laughs> well, uh, no, he needed to explain that. You know, the worst part about the the, uh, the press conference, he guess, is that it wasn't a press conference. He didn't take any questions. And when you've got these, uh, these findings, and then this, like I said, this contradictory uh, conclusion, yeah, you need to explain that. And he really didn't. I mean, he just said, well, I couldn't figure out what her intent was. He didn't need to. Uh, he's, well, she's, you know, uh, a stupid, goofy old lady, and she didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> Again, uh, you really got to come to the answer the question, why did she have the servers? Uh, it was cumbersome. Uh, it was unnecessary. The government has its own facility. Uh, she did it because she needed to protect her secrets. Her own, and she did, because a lot of this information is lost. It's gone. It was destroyed. Uh, Uma Habedin admitted that her schedules were being burned. All that stuff, 
uh, the emails are gone because their lawyers were wiping it all clean. And uh, and no, not with a washcloth. Uh, yes, that was a little joke. She was making fun of the whole thing. The idea that she's that stupid and ridiculous would also disqualify her for the presidency if you were to take her seriously on that one. Uh, so yeah, uh, and, and but her lawyers uh, didn't have security clearance. But again, Comey said, well, they didn't really read the emails. They just looked at the headlines. <laughs> so so yeah, they couldn't recover everything. So she successfully got rid of her dealings because she's uh, laundering money through her uh, foundation. I mean, it's just blatantly obvious. I mean, during her time, especially probably one of the biggest deals she managed to pull off uh, while she was Secretary of State was for the Russians. Uh, there's a lot of criticism because of all the uh, Middle Eastern uh, countries. And yes, I, uh, the Middle East does exist on the continent of Africa. Uh, somebody on Twitter was giving me crap about that. I mean... <laughs> Look at a map, idiot. Uh, so, uh, yes, uh, and these countries got all kind of weapons deals. Now, that that could be explained because we're allied with them and we're at war with terrorism. So, you know, we wanted to help our friends to fight them. I hope, gee, I hope it doesn't turn on us. Of course, it does all the time. But, hey, you know, what are you going to do? However, the Russian deal, which is probably the absolute worst, um, uh, and uh, the, I mentioned the Middle Eastern countries because – you know, they execute homosexuals, they enslave women, and all that. Meanwhile, Russia, not too friendly to gay people these days. There's a big propaganda uh, thing going on about it, and uh, they don't like them. So there's that, too. But anyway, Russia uh, got a hold of our uh, sources of uranium. And I mean, totally. <laughs> so how'd that happen? Well, uh, Bill Clinton went to Moscow to deliver one of his crappy speeches. But it couldn't have been that crappy, because they paid him $500,000. And that's cash in his pocket. Uh, that's his because he, you know, delivered a speech. They paid him for it. There you go. You can't really. What are you going to do? You're going to say that it was some sort of deal. You can, but what are you going? You can't really uh, arrest him for it or anything. No, you can't, because he gave him a speech. They asked for it, but the money was not for the speech. The the speech. I mean, the the uh, money was for the access to the Clintons, and his wife was Secretary of State, and Russia wanted access to those mines, and they got it. Yeah, uh, but the five hundred thousand was not the only thing. Uh, a uh, Ukrainian tycoon who, with interest in the uh, mine for the uh, company uh, Uranium One, which uh, is the Russian company, uh, paid the Clinton Foundation $30 million. Yes, because, you know, he just wants to help poor people and people with AIDS and all that. Uh, at this time, we still don't know. Uh, the dealings of the foundation and uh, how much actually goes to charity and how much goes to their overhead. The overhead's important because uh, they all receive salaries from it. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Hillary herself is not a part of it because she's running for president now. But uh, that's her baby. So uh, <laughs> she's going back to the Chelsea's running it. Uh, Bill's a part of it. I mean, come on. Don't be that stupid. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. Well, uh, and Obama went along with it. You know, he thought it was great and everything. It's post-Cold War. These guys are our friends now, right? Let's open things up and be nice with them and everything and give them access to our main source of uranium. You know, the stuff you use to make nuclear bombs with. So, uh, yeah, they did. And then suddenly Russia uh, attacks uh, Ukraine, uh, takes away Crimea. And we're all upset, and they're just like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, great going, Hillary. Great going. So there you go. 
there's quite an example of what access can get you. So we'll find out what other favors she owes when she's president, because as far as I can tell, she's going to be president. Uh, Trump's going to screw this up. He's had so many opportunities to do this right, but he can't stop talking about himself when he should be pointing out Hillary's flaws. Uh, He just can't stop it. And I'll get into more of that after I go through these events about what's going on with Trump. Uh, So there you go. Hillary got away with uh with crimes she did now of comey was very uh, specific about this uh he said now look <laughs> anybody else any of you little piss ants who work for the government uh, and you pull this little stunt well, you're gonna be punished which is odd because he just said you can't be <laughs> of course there's a bit of a problem here comey's uh findings kind of gives any cheap lawyer, defense lawyer, uh, a, a way out for his client if they should find themselves in this position. And somebody's already decided, that's a good idea. So uh, here's a little story. Marine to use findings in Clinton email case to challenge his own punishment. A Marine Corps officer who received a potential career-ending fitness report for sending classified messages on a personal email server will be citing the latest decision on Hillary Clinton's email scandal to fight his punishment. Reservist Major Jason Bresler self-reported, yeah, he turned himself in, that he used a Yahoo email account to send classified messages to warn about a potentially corrupt Afghan police chief in July of 2012. Seventeen days later, Anudin Kudir Araham, sorry, a servant of the police officer that Bresler warned about, shot and killed three Marines. Another Marine was severely wounded a couple of days later. One of Bresler's attorneys, Michael J. Bow, believes, or Bo, uh, believes that his client received a completely opposite finding involving infinitely less sensitive and limited information compared to Clinton. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, he sued the service in 2014, and his case has been before a federal court since then. Bo intends, this is the attorney, to use Clinton's case as one of the many and most egregious examples of how severely Bresler was punished. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she had 110 classified and eight top-secret emails on her private server. Yeah, that's right. I know they're, t- they're Democrats are making hay about three of them that are a bit are in dispute. <laughs> Explain these. They never touch it. Uh, Comey also noted that Clinton's use of a private, unclassified email server was extremely care. Oh yeah, I already went through that. Bresler was not charged criminally in his case. A board of inquiry recommended his removal from the service in December 2013 after it found that Bresler knowingly kept more than 100 classified documents on his personal hard drive and thumb drive so he could write a book about his experiences in Afghanistan. Well, that's their story, isn't it? However, Bresler handed over all this information voluntarily. <laughs> So, I mean, you know, because Hillary never didn't do that until she was forced to. Um, And, yeah, I know she talked to the FBI voluntarily, but the emails, she didn't want to do that. They had to uh, go and seek that. Uh, So this guy just hands it over. They might not have even known about it. Uh, So all this crap about he was trying to write a book. uh, I hope he does write a book, you know, but not about secrets. But uh, here he was trying to save his fellow Marines. And he gets booted out for it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hillary, well, she's just wheeling and dealing and making deals and all that, with uh, and then letting putting uh, s- uh, secrets uh, at risk, and uh, nothing, you know. But the Marine, well, 
You got to go. So, Rezler has appealed a decision, but the Marine Corps and Navy Department have upheld their verdict up to this point. Yeah, well, he's got a, he's got a big point here. Uh, but, of course, I would remind uh, the, the Marine, he's, he's just a lowly Marine, you know. He's not a prestigious member of the political class. Yes, yes. So, I just thought that was an interesting little point. Don't you? You should. Yeah. So, if you're voting for Hillary, you're voting for, like, a new aristocracy, and you enjoy being nothing but a pissant. So, congratulations. Meanwhile, uh, this was just starting to simmer after uh, the uh, FBI conference and then the uh, congressional hearing on it. Then, well, we had two guys get uh, killed by police officers. Here in Louisiana in Baton Rouge, a man who was... Uh, selling cds and somebody said he had a gun and they were uncomfortable what we don't know i don't know if they've established who made the 911 call but police were called out to this um so there he was selling his i I don't i didn't know people still did that but anyway yeah selling cds uh so anyway you i'm sure by now you've seen the video he's on the ground the cops are on top of him and the guy pulls his gun out and shoots him uh and Apparently, you can hear someone say, he's got a gun. Well, he he did. He was on. This isn't a case of an unarmed man. He did. So, apparently, he went for it. And that's what they're saying. Well, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? But no, no, <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then in Minnesota, which to me uh, is really bad. This one uh, is particularly hard to watch. Uh, police officer pulled over a guy. Uh, for a bad taillight and the guy volunteered the information that he did have a gun and he had a concealed carry permit and uh, so he told the officer this and apparently some sort of miscommunication went on Uh, his girlfriend says he was going for his uh, ID and registration but the cop apparently thought he was going for the gun and told him not to but he did and then he shot him that's his story he's he's screaming that in the video pretty broken up because he just realized he probably he really screwed up and uh, look he did i i just don't see him getting out of that i mean i guess if there's maybe if he had a body cam video and that comes out in evidence that shows he did go for his gun but i i don't know i mean his his girlfriend's in the car with him their kids there you know so uh the officer shot him he dies right there it's really horrible the girlfriend's obviously in shock and then later on she freaks out and the little child's saying don't worry mommy I'm here for you. I, it, it, boy, it's, it's just horrible. And, but both of these cases, I think, are, would, it probably, and this one's much stronger, would be pretty easy uh, manslaughter uh, convictions. Because the idea here, you know, because uh, a first degree murder would be that he's, you know, I'm looking to kill some black guys. Because that's the whole message of Black Lives Matter, that there's this uh, racist, you know, epidemic of uh, uh, white police officers, and in some cases even black ones, uh, hunting down and killing young black men. And that's the whole point. And that's the whole point of Black Lives Matter. Well, of course, it's all the typical leftist Marxist type people, uh, which is pretty much what, you know, black power movements and black liberation army and uh, black panthers and all that is all Marxist stuff. And the same old guys get together and uh, they run with it. 
because emotion is very powerful, and when something terrible like this happens, uh, there's plenty of political gain and capital to, to use for your little your little groups and organizations and what have you. But no one uh, decided to wait, you know, to find out the details and let's get all the facts and all what have you. No, no, they didn't. Uh, you know, when the Orlando Pulse shooting happened, uh, the Attorney General said, we need to respond to this with love. <laughs> Uh, nobody did that. Uh, in fact, the governor in uh, Minnesota came out and said, well, if the guy had been white, he wouldn't have been shot. Uh, I don't know what he bases that on, considering that the majority of uh, civilians being gunned down by cops are white. So, uh, yeah, if he thought a white guy was going for a gun, he would shoot him. Uh, so the governor dumps that turd on this whole thing. And then Obama comes out and says, well, we racism in our country and blah, 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 and guns and whatnot. Yeah, no talk about we need to respond to this with love. And then by the end of uh, the day, Thursday night, people started to decide there, uh, we need to have a protest in the name of Black Lives Matter because of all this stuff happening. And so they did. Several cities did. You would think uh, it mainly would converge on Baton Rouge and uh, uh, where this happened in Minnesota. But no, no, uh, several other cities did it. And one of them was Dallas. And, of course, you know, there was a shooter who uh, shot 12 people in total now, apparently, and five police officers. Most of them were police officers. It was a woman who got shot trying to shield her kids. But uh, the intended target here, by the shooter's admission, were uh, white cops. And so, uh, uh, yeah, five of them died. Uh, I saw some of the footage where the guy uh, took down this. You know, well, yeah, okay, it's all really horrific and bad. And the guy said he was upset about Black Lives Matter, about the killings in Baton Rouge, Minnesota. And so he just had enough and decided to go do it. And he... Uh, he was an army veteran, uh, served with honor and all this stuff in the, the war. And uh, he thought he had the training, and uh, he pulled it off there. So uh, eventually they killed him, uh, oddly enough, with, with a robot and a bomb. <laughs> but uh, good for them, good for the Dallas PD, because uh, this saves the Texas taxpayers from having to feed that asshole. So uh, wrap that one up. Um but here we go. Uh, we're going to hear about guns again, of course. Uh, there's lots of people that say, look, no one's saying they want to take your guns away. We just want to ban them. <laughs> uh, the assault weapons ban uh, is cosmetic. Uh, I would remind people that uh, uh, shootings happened during the assault weapon ban, and uh, it's not going to stop it. And it probably would do little to nothing here. Um uh, because there are plenty of rifles that can do the same thing as these rifles that you think are military weapons when they're not. Uh, they look scary, but, uh, yeah, it's cosmetic. So, uh, anyway, that's the gun argument. Um, there is no epidemic and conspiratorial plot to exterminate black people. This is the kind of thing that Nazis would say about Jews and stuff. I mean, it's just crazy. But uh, that's the movement. I mean, they're praising, you know, Mumia Abdul-Jamal, the cop killer. They praise the, what's her name, Asada Shakur, who killed a police officer and is still in Cuba from that. Uh, the Cubans wouldn't extradite her. Uh, for far as I know, Obama did nothing to get that part of the deal of opening relations with them. Yeah, we got nothing out of that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she'll probably live out her days in freedom in Cuba. Um uh, 
And then, of course, there was the uh, protests of calling for dead cops, and then they got it. There was the uh, pigs in a blanket frying like bacon, and more police officers got shot. So uh, I understand the idea that uh, guilt by association is not a good thing to do. Uh, but using leftist logic, <laughs> they stretch uh, guilt by association all the time. For instance, police officers... All police officers are racist and hunting down young black men. That's the message of Black Lives Matter. I racist, I mean, a, a, well, yeah, a racist and leftist group. But, um, oh, that apparently that's okay. Yeah. So if I used leftist logic, which is, of course, no logic at all, but nevertheless, if I used their logic, I would have to conclude that Black Lives Matter is killing cops. Well, now Black Lives Matter has every right to protest they have every right to uh, spew their crap even though it's completely untrue i mean hands up don't shoot didn't happen it didn't so but <laughs> they were saying it at dallas right there before the guy started shooting <laughs> but um boy uh there you go uh so but uh nothing to be said here about that so you know with saying things like you know pigs in a blanket and frying like bacon i can't begin to understand what would possess you to use the hashtag Black Lives Matter. Do you really want that stain on you? Well, apparently a lot do because uh, they still do it. And uh, But the Democratic Party, which endorsed Black Lives Matter, you know, they went out of their way to endorse it. They need to rescind that. They really do. You don't need to associate yourself with Nazis. Um. You want to protest a police shooting because you think something's wrong? Fine, go ahead. But uh, why does it always have to be these racist groups, these leftist Marxist people who, you know, who are calling for people to die? You can't control who's going to be there, but uh, a political party, <laughs> a Democratic Party, does not have to endorse that, and they, they should they should be called upon to uh, renounce that. But uh, good luck with that happening. Uh, so what a terrible week here. We have uh, all this. And uh, I, gee, I hope we've seen the worst of it. But, you know, I don't know. Uh, and another PC thing you're not supposed to do now because they find it offensive uh, is to offer thoughts and prayers. Well, I do offer thoughts and prayers to Dallas. I offer thoughts and prayers to Baton Rouge and uh, the poor family in uh, Minnesota for what happened to them. And, uh, uh, so yeah, I do offer thoughts and prayers because that's all you can do. Uh, these people screaming their ideas and they don't have a solution. All right. So, but no, nothing's going to stop that. There's going to be, uh, you know, political hay and capital made of this. And that's just the way it is. So, uh, meanwhile, while all this was going on, there were some other important little items that slipped through because, well, attention was elsewhere. What are you going to do? Uh, Obama has decided, yeah, we're not really going to leave Afghanistan just yet. <laughs> That'll be for the next administration, apparently. Uh, he, that claims that he ended two wars, of course, I always said was crap. It's not true because there's two sides to a war and the other side is still fighting. So, uh it's probably the closest you'll get to Obama uh, admitting he made a mistake with Iraq. <laughs> Leaving led to ISIS. Uh, however, 
he will not be saying he actually made a mistake, but this is as close as you're going to get where he said, yeah, 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 we're going to keep the soldiers there. Uh, but so hopefully that won't fall uh, into the steaming pile that Iraq has. But uh, who knows? Uh, it probably still will if the uh, rules of engagement are still slapped on the soldiers and they can't really engage this enemy. So uh, there was that. Now, uh, Donald Trump... Among other things, he said, uh, apparently, he said he might just quit if he's elected. <laughs> yes, uh, when I win, uh, I'm not going to rule out the possibility that I would just resign the office and, uh, you know, my vice president would take over. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's other rumors that he's considering Ivanka Trump. So if he does that, um, we may have Ivanka Trump as president. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was all about, to give daddy's little girl a big president. I mean, a big president. (laughs) So, um, you know, when you're trying to win an election, you're going to say that. You know, I I still suspect that this was all just a game to him. Uh, He just wanted to prove he could do it. (laughs) So. So there you go. Um, you know, uh, maybe he'll get me to vote for him after all. If he's not actually going to do it. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on here. Oh, yeah. And I saw the CNN town hall with the uh, Gary Johnson, and he pretty much sealed the deal that I'm probably not going to vote for him after all. It's really sad. But that performance was just terrible. So uh, too bad, because a lot of libertarian ideals are very, very good and a hell of a lot better than the other two parties, but uh, not with this guy. So eh, there we are. (laughs) Don't know what to do. (laughs) So hopefully uh, next week I can do a more pleasant show, uh, more funnier things. I'm really sorry about the bad news. I mean, overall, I mean, I uh, I want to thank again Jillian Chiapone. <laughs> that was good, huh? Yeah. And go see Jillian if you're in the Florida area. Uh, and go to JillianChiapone.com for the details of where she'll be. And you can go and uh, see Jillian and her friends uh, put on a good comedy show. She's a funny gal. And uh, I want to thank her again for being my guest on the Mr. Nelson Show. I'm just sorry uh, terrible news things happened before I could post it. And so I had to had to say something. Uh, and, uh, hopefully some more night, night and star Trek. And next time this one was particularly short. Um, and yes, there's a scene in it in which night, night, once again, douses some cops with uh, sleeping gas. <laughs> of course, uh, when that was taped, I didn't know this would happen, but it's what I got. And I'm probably going to have to rewrite the story because this is a long uh, story dealing uh with this well i won't give it away but uh this is one me and my brother did when we were doing the batman parodies back when we were kids and so i was rewriting it and i may have to rewrite it again (laughs) i don't know so we'll see how this one turns out uh but uh yeah uh uh yeah uh no offense was meant by that uh so anyway uh there we go uh, night, I mean, uh, night, night. Uh, Mr. Nelson's show 42 in the can. <laughs> Good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.
It's, it's all connected to the good reverend, our, our pastor. Of course. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll do the my intro. All right, this time I'll shut up. Yeah. <laughs>